0: Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life his way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com.
1: We talking prep school tonight. Get prepared. Get prepared. Get prepared. Yes. I- so, so we're using what's happening with us collectively, symbolically. Okay, we're moving into the new building. We're moving into a bigger space. We're moving, it, okay, woo, we, ah, all right. Okay, we can't go in like this. There are some adjustments. There are some upgrades, Yeah? There are some things we have to do to prepare to occupy a larger space. What we do in here, we can't do in there. Let me rephrase that. What we do in here, we shouldn't do in there. So every time, all right, let's get into it. So there's an announcement first. All right, I'm never one, really one for school. I don't really like school too much. Sorry, teachers. And students, don't listen to me th- this part. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me just skip it. Let me just skip it. <laughs> My wife, who's here, Pastor Tay, I love you, babe. She, uh, they love you. Thank y'all for that. Thank you. Uh, visitors. We don't, we don't make them do that. They just, they just do it. You know what I mean? Get on my nerves sometimes. I got to wait till they're done, you know what I'm saying? So, don't think, oh, this church, we don't, we don't you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. That's my baby. You do whatever you want for her. You do that. My wife doesn't like surprises. And that messed me up, because I'm like, I'm a surprise king. You know what I'm saying? You come here one day, boom! It's a spaceship. <laughs> Welcome aboard the love spaceship, baby. When you do this, I, ain't, uh-uh, I, she, <laughs> I like surprises. through her birthday, and and, and, and you know, I, I don't want her. You know, anxiety is not is said in a negative connotation, but even it could be positive anxiety. You just ain't just like you're it's just excited. So sometimes you get overwhelmed, you just start getting dizzy. Like hold on, let me sit down. That's just because your anxiety is just so heightened. For her, uh, for her birthday party before we left Jersey, we had this sh- huge yeah. coming to America party, right? Yeah. It was there. So, it was a huge party. So, she came home from somewhere random and the whole house was filled with characters <laughs> and just people and guests waiting to meet her, you know what I mean? And so,
0: she came, it was like, surprise! She Quiz.
1: I have somebody singing that. I have... Don't come on Wednesdays, we have fun.
0: She was like, "Oh my gosh, thank you, Thank you. Headache.
1: Stomach ache, a little nauseous. I'm going to go upstairs for a quick. So everybody's like, Shant. They were waiting to greet her, but she went upstairs, it was too much. It was too much. I said, babe, I'm sorry, I know you didn't like surprise. I thought this would be different. No, it's cool, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Well, she didn't really, she doesn't really like surprises. And if I thought about it, when I thought about it, when I thought about coming up with this sermon, I thought, God never or rarely surprises anybody. <laughs> I said, babe, you, you more like God than I thought. God rarely, if ever, surprises us. Now, things can happen suddenly, but it doesn't mean by surprise. Did, did y'all hear that? Things can happen like like He's gonna come back like a thief in the night. No man knows the day or the hour. Like, oh my Lord, you're gonna the trumpet sound. It, yeah, it's 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 suddenly, but it's not a surprise. We all know He's coming. Uh, are you understanding what I'm saying? We, we, we all know it's happening. We all know that he's going to return. No man knows the day or the hour. But most of the time, he tells us so that we can be prepa- prepared. Uh, one, one Wednesday, I, I, I missed when Minister Stephen uh, uh, ministered here. I said, all right, look, man, what are we going to do? Okay. Amen. One, no, I'm just playing. We love you. Thank you, man. I, I had to tell my wife, okay, listen, after the praise and worship, I want you to greet the people. I want you, okay, so what should I say? Okay, do this. And, she, and if you all were here, she had a little phone. She said, we just thank God for that. I'm not going to just jump up there and talk. You do that. You jump up. I need to be prepared. You understand what I'm saying? And when she's prepared, you get the best case scenario. So God doesn't just throw surprises on you because he wants the best case scenario out of your life. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? He wants you, at, like, if it was a party we throwing for you and it's a formal and everybody got gowns on, you just coming in from the airport like, oh, oh no makeup, your hair, you're not going to be, see, you're not going to be prepared or happy. So God wants you happy and prepared because he wants the best case scenario for you. Are you hearing me? So a lot of times he announces what he's about to do so that you can go ahead and get ready let me go ahead and put my last get ready get ready for what i'm about anytime you hear a word from god an announcement from him it's your cue to get ready that's the sermon tonight look at your neighbor and say get ready. get ready get ready that is your cue he wants you to prepare and he wants you to enjoy what he has if you go into a thing too overwhelmed you won't enjoy it God is not going to bring you into something that's so amazing, that's going to be good for you, that you don't enjoy. Uh, the only thing, I, well, I'm not even going to go there. It's, it's, it's unnecessary. All right. So uh, the word surprise is not even in the Bible at all. I was, I was surprised about that. So where, does it, where did it come from? Did we make that up? Did, did like the culture make that up? You know what I mean? Because to surprise somebody, you're going to have to lure them You're going to have to lure them and deceive them. Okay. In the name of fun or whatever we do it, you're going to have to deceive them. And then, then boom. <laughs> Thank God. Because everybody's not happy with that. Everybody don't like that. <laughs> no, 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 it ain't no. What do you think behind door number one? No, tell me what's behind door number one. That's the kind of God we serve, though. I'm letting y'all know he's not going to catch you off guard. He wants you to enjoy everything he has prepared for you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, But it's in our best interest to, somebody say, get ready. Hallelujah. I'm going to go back to our theme scripture, the Lord impressed upon my heart to keep this story before us as we get new people in or visitors in and out. The theme, live, church, came from this scripture, Ezekiel 37. We're going back to that for a minute. Uh, we're going to set up this series and then we're going to let you guys go home. So let's go to the scriptures now. Ezekiel 37 verse 1 and 2. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones mm, and caused me to pass by them and, and round them round about. And behold, there were very many in an open valley and lo, they were very dry Mm. Bones, that's skeletons. That means this was a person. I know y'all know this, but this person is no longer alive. If you want to look at this and say, how does this apply to me today, Pastor? This bones, these bones can be a situation. Okay, that situation is over. It's dead. It, It could be a relationship. It could be a dream. It could be an idea you had. It could be a thought that you had that you thought would work. Or it could be something that was functioning but stopped. You had your own business, but it crashed. You were about to get married, but he said, hold on. Or, well, I don't know. You, make, you preach to yourself. I don't know your life like you do. All right? So not only is the situation dead, not only is it bones, but they are very dry. I love saying this. Some situations are not just over. They're very over. I love saying that. Some Because y'all nodding. Because y'all got some situations. It ain't just over. It's very over. I don't even think I don't you talking about pastor, I don't think about the pain no more. I don't even think about it no more. It's it's very over. It could be a loved one you was praying for, and you just see him on the news again, like ah. he robbed another store. He stole another car. <laughs> Jesus, come on, Travis, stop it, Travis. <laughs> After a while, you just give up like, all right, it's very over. It's It's very dry. There are situations in your life that are not just over. It's very over. And we have given up on them. Cobwebs is on it and everything. But God says, listen, I still have a plan for dry bones. Did y'all hear what I just said? Let me keep going. Next verse says, "Uh, then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? I love God questions. I'm going to do a series on that. I love it. It's never about him not knowing the answer. It's not even about him wondering what you're going to say. It's always introspective when God asks the question. It's always about you revealing what you think. But that's another story. All right. can, these, can these bones become living people again? Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. The Lord, when I looked at that, I said, why didn't he just say yes? Why didn't he say yes or no? Like, can, these, can this situation still happen? Can this job still get off the ground? Whatever it is, y'all preach to yourself. Can this person still whatever? We had someone come up for prayer Sunday that could not have babies. We prayed the prayer of faith, and I can't wait to hear in about nine months or ten months or a year, them coming in like, it happened. And it's not enough noise out there for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I can't wait for situations we think that can't happen to report to come back and say it happened. Yeah. Hallelujah. So it says, can these dry bones?" He said, oh, Lord, you know the answer to that. And I, the Lord told me, he said, tell them. He said, what God, what I'm about to do in your life does not require the faith of another person. Yeah. Did, um, did y'all hear that? We say it a little slower. I'm from up north. I talk a little fast. Okay. What God is about to do in your life does not require the faith of another. One more time for my right side. What God is about to do, what he's about to bring back in your life, it doesn't require the faith of somebody else. Touch and agree with me so that whether they agree or not, it's gonna y'all it's gonna happen. Oh man, it's gonna happen anyway. Woo! Whether they believe or not, Jesus was about to heal somebody one time, and he just kicked everybody out the room. I don't know what the conversation was. I don't know what they were saying. And you know Jesus probably could hear their thoughts. He probably was like, get out. So sometimes, oh, Lord, what are you doing right now? Sometimes when you got friends and they suddenly leave your life, that's God clearing the room. Because he's about to do something
0: that they ain't ready to handle. He's about to do something that they, are y'all hear what I'm saying? Let God clear the room. Let him clear the room. Re- it's okay. Because what he's about to do, you can't handle it. You don't understand. Some people can't handle seeing you blessed. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. They love it when you're on their level or beneath them. But the moment you start to rise up, they can't handle it. So before y'all break up, let me send them
1: out the room. Some people got to get out the room. (sighs) Some people got to get out the room. Can these dry bones live? Basically, he said, I don't don't know. So God didn't use his faith to do it. He didn't have it. You understand what I'm saying? He used his gift to do it. He he prophesied, but he didn't use his faith because he didn't have the faith. Are y'all hearing me? But believe it or not, it's coming. Believe it or not, somebody say, it's on the way. All right, so he said, uh, then he said to me, he said to me, speak, this is, this, we going home early tonight, so I'm, I'm almost, I always say that, don't I, but i was like, I'm almost done, I feel like I am anyway, he said unto me, speak a prophetic message to these bones, yeah. mm-hmm. and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord this is what the sovereign lord says look i am going to put breath into you and make you live again good god almighty i want to announce something to you tonight dead things can hear god dead things can hear god why in the world will god in all his brilliance and intelligence tell a man to talk to skeletons Why did he just say pray over the region? Pray over the bones. No, speak to the bones. Y'all, okay. Yeah, so so God is saying, I'm see, he said, I'm gonna cause breath to come into you and you shall live again. So Ezekiel didn't have the faith. These bones didn't have the faith, they're dead. So whose faith did God use? None. He used his own sovereign, that's why he says sovereign. He used his own desire and will. There are some things that died prematurely in your life, and God is saying, I'm not done with that. There are some dreams you put the bed and said, it'll never happen. God said, hold on, I gave you that, and it ain't done yet. There are some things you still got to do with things you dismissed in your life, and God is not done with it. You could be done with it, but God said, I still got a plan for it, so it's time for it to rise up. Are y'all hearing me? All right, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. He said, I'll make he said I will make you live again. Good God. I want to announce to you tonight, you're gonna to live whether you want to or not. This is a prophetic now. Y'all just need to say amen after everything. You're going to live whether you want to or not. I'm going to make you live again. Do y'all see that? I'm going to make you prosper. I'm going to make you blessed. You're going to be blessed whether you like it or not. You're going to be healed whether you like it or not. You're going to be provided for whether you... Whether you I'm going to make it happen. We talked about it last week. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Look at your neighbor and say, he makes me win. He's going to make it happen. He's going to make it happen. And he said, I will put flesh on you. Look at this. I'm going to put flesh on you and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Mm. So it's not just a spiritual thing. It's not just the breath that I'm going to put in you. You need new skin. I'm going somewhere. You need new flesh. From the inside out, there's a rejuvenation that needs to happen. It's not just I'm going to breathe on you. No. There's some things. Yeah, okay. So it's not all just a flesh thing. Go to the next verse, and I'm going to break this down a little bit more. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones Of each body came together thank you Jesus and attached themselves as complete skeletons then as I watched muscles and flesh formed over the bones then skin formed to cover their bodies but they still had no breath in them so the first promise was tell these bones I'm gonna put breath in them and they shall live that's the announcement the the flesh coming together the skin coming together the muscles coming together that's the preparation Look at your neighbor and say, prepare for the breath of God. <laughs> Whoa! The promise was, I'm gonna breathe on you, but he didn't breathe first. <laughs> Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, it's kind of like I see, I see Genesis all over again right here. I see Genesis all over again. Genesis 1, in the beginning, y'all notice God created the heaven and the earth. That's the heavens and the earth. The heaven and the earth. I don't know if it's plural or not. Verse number 2 says, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the waters. Right? So between verse 1 and verse 2, I always say this, there's chaos. He forms this perfect heaven, and God created the heaven and the earth. Beautiful. And the earth, second verse, that fast was without form and void. It was empty and darkness. What happened to this beautiful earth earth that God created? Of course, theologians believe this is where the fall of Satan happened. He's ruined the earth, all that the earth is in ruin. Now, God is looking at this ruined earth like, okay, what am I going, okay. And chaos is all over the land. Now, I always ask this question that live. I don't know if you remember or not. Tonight, I hope you don't remember it so it can be fresh to you when I ask it. (laughs) How many of you are in a chaotic situation right now? Chaos. It's not everybody, but let me just see. It's okay. You're safe. It's a safe place. Cool. Thank you for that. Okay. Most of the time, when chaos hits us, we like, Lord, I need you to bless me, please. Please bless me. Help me, bless me. Do So, so we, we want the blessing after the Like there's a problem in our life, but we ask God for a blessing. There's chaos in our life, there's confusion, and we ask God for a blessing. So, verse number two introduces the chaos. We see the word blessed in verse 22. So God didn't bless it until 20 verses later. What were you doing, bruh? What was he doing for 20 verses? Y'all, y'all people that had your hand up, you in chaos, aren't you wondering like, God, what are you doing? I've been in chaos for 19 verses. What are you doing? We don't see the word blessed until the verse 22. Why? Why? Because each and every other verse, God was restoring order. I feel Jesus now, see? You're not ready to be blessed until you got things in order. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There are certain things that got to get in place before He blesses us. And we think chaos is the introduction to blessings. No, order is. Order! Let me put the stars here, the moon here. Let me oh hold on. Let me separate light from darkness. Hold on, let me bring the water here. Give the water boundaries. Let me get the sea here. Hold on. Elephants, you over here, birds, you in the sky. What are the birds doing in the water? Birds in the sky. Land on the field, creeping things under there. Okay, he put everything in order. Come on now. That's so good. Then he blessed them. You're not ready to be blessed until you got order in your life. You think you're ready to be blessed. you only in verse 5. Verse 22 is where the blessing is. And some of us feel like we come a long way. That's still verse 19. You, okay, see? And some of y'all feel like you're further than that. Okay, that's verse 21. You still got, okay. Blessings come after order is established. He will not bless something that's out of order. That means God condones chaos. When God blesses chaos, that means he endorses chaos. No! You see a soda machine, you see a, I don't know if y'all call it soda or pop down here. Soda, thank you Jesus. Soda machine, you put your money in there. Why would you put your money in it if it's the out of order sign on it? If there's an out of order sign on it, you will back away because out of order
0: means it doesn't. Why would God put money into you if you got a y'all quiet an out of order sign on your life? Blessings run from you because you don't work. Oh, I feel it tonight. I feel it. Look at your neighbor and say neighbor get that out of order sign off of your life Woo. and then
1: you will be the person people put money into you will be the soda machine people put blessings into cause you're a v- no one with good sense will put money into a machine that says out of order or try to press a button on a water fountain that says out of order. So blessings are the same way. Blessings. So God always announces, I'm going to do this for you. He says a big announcement. And then we are to prepare. Prepare. Get things in order. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Let me, let me get things in order. Could it be? Huh. He put the body that he did all that. Could it be, thank you, Lord. Could it be that, how can I say this? What God has for you is prepared for a different version of you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's easy. Yeah. What God has is not for this version of you. But we think it is because he spoke to this version. Why would God tell me if I ain't ready? So you can get ready. It's quiet on this side. I chose to run. Let me go over here. Get ready! He speaks to the undone you so you can get prepared. Are you hearing me? And that's the grace of God that will speak to you in a low place and say, I'm going to bring you to a
0: high place. He don't speak to people on the mountaintop. He speaks to the broken. He speaks to the battered. He speaks to the outcast. He speaks to people who don't deserve his grace and says, I'm going to lift Good God Almighty. I'm lift you up.
1: So just because he speaks to the out-of-order you doesn't mean he enjoys the out-of-order you. Matter of fact, I see a better you, which is why I'm speaking to the out-of-order you. Are y'all hearing me? I can't stand it when people only speak to successful people and you only speak to the, the leaders in the church, you only speak to people, the movers and the shakers. Who are you? Look at your name and say, "Speak to me." You gonna wait till I get a promotion? Like, how you doing? Miss me with that? I see you every day in the lunchroom. Now I got a promotion. How you doing? Miss me? Don't say that though, y'all. Show love. But I'm saying on the inside, it's like, miss me. But the outside, you smile. But the inside, it's like, miss me. Like, are you kidding me? I'm good on that. What if? I'm about to get into a few things right now. Not, not, not even that deep, but it's a consideration. What, what if, can I ask y'all this question? What if success is designed for a different version of you? If we change, we may be more successful and provided for. What do you mean by this? My wife and I are talking. We're always talking. And people... Come to the church. All, you know, this is a new church. We almost four months. People, ah, oh, just you know, I need this. I need that. We 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 understand needs. We are gonna have ministry set up for that, and we know people are gonna come with needs that they cannot, you know, handle on their own. So we wanna have ministry set up to help them get back on their feet in the name of Jesus. But. Every, 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 everybody ain't poor. We, when we first got married, we had, like, not a lot of money, right? Okay, no money. We got kicked out of our apartment. That was probably $700 a month or something like that. We got kicked out of that apartment. This woman right here, to my left, we call her Aunt Gail, or Mom G,
0: <laughs>
1: along with a few other people, that's my family, took us in her home. Now, she had like a two-bedroom type thing, like a two-bedroom type. She took us in her home. We lived with her for a while. We lived at Extended stay for a little while. We lived in a hotel for a little while. We lived in her mom's basement for a little while until it got kind of crazy in there. Like, we had a little daughter Austin in there, and in her crib was like rat droppings, you know. <laughs> As her sister Lincoln laughs at her. So we woke up like, okay. So it like literally around her head was like traced droppings. I was like, well, at least they respected her space. <laughs> and didn't go to the bathroom on her. I think that's very nice of the rats. To at least respect the fact that somebody's in there. Horrible. Horrible. So when we talk about pain and low blood, we know what we're talking about. We're not talking from no mountaintop. We know what it is. But we still didn't consider that homeless. Technically, we didn't have a home, but that's not homeless. Like, you feel that difference? <laughs> it wasn't homeless. It was like, we're just in between right now. So if you're in between, you know, don't, don't say you're homeless. And we ain't got no food. We ain't got no... Okay. How about, I'm not telling y'all to do this, but what God has already provided is for his people, right? What if you, what if you, what if you, what if you grew your own crops? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you, and I, I hated this part of the sermon. I didn't want to say it. I'm not telling y'all to do that. I'm saying, what if you did? The ground is already ready to give you food. The ground. The ground. Seeds cost way less than McDonald's. Okay, okay. But see, that's why I said if we change, we could be more successful and provided for. We have to change now appetite. Now, even cane sugar, my wife tells me, natural cane sugar, honey. God has put sweeteners in the earth. But I can't have oatmeal without sugar. Like I need that sugar. Because some stuff is nature, it just comes naturally. And some stuff is nurture, what I've learned. I learned to put other sugar on there. I learned that Kool-Aid tastes like this. I learned that. But God already provided certain sweeteners. But honey is nasty. You better change your appetite and be provided for. You better change. Y'all, okay. Y'all quiet. They don't want that. You'll have so much more money and food if you change your taste. But we want to stay here now I ain't got nothing to eat because you choose, okay, to have teriyaki salmon uh, instead of kale. And, uh, I don't know. I don't eat that stuff. I mean, even fish. Just go out there and fish. Go fish. Get yourself some trout. <laughs> you just, get, just get, eat. I ain't got no food. I ain't got no eat. I don't got no, could y'all help me out with it? We're going to mess around and be like, yeah, Live, Live can help you. I'm so sorry you're going through that. Let Live help you. Here you go. Here's a fishing pole for you. And there's a lake that way. Now eat. Because I'll give you a dollar and you can eat today. Or give you a fishing pole and you
0: can eat for the rest of your life.
1: To change to receive that because this ain't a fish fillet sandwich that we're used to y'all alright so we choose poverty poverty is a mindset you don't get you don't give money to people who are in poverty you teach them never mind I don't know why I got all the way out here but I hate to be sitting on blessings and blessings and we're so pompous now we don't. I don't want that. I want this. You don't have a choice. Can I say something else again? Since we talk about me in jail, me in jail, I, I either had to eat the jail food or what? Or what? Or a star. Or star. I like how you said it. All that country on it. Or a star. I don't even know she put a V on it. Or a star. And she nodded six times. Star! (laughs) I love you. You're welcome any day. I'm either going to have to change what I like or starve. Guess what happened in jail? Pass me them powdered eggs, please. Hurry up. (laughs) Hurry up. Hurry up. (laughs) I changed my appetite to live. Some of us got to do the same thing don't say i don't got i don't got change god has already provided and i'm telling y'all i'm not telling all y'all to go home and have your oprah oprah garden i'm not saying that but maybe some of us should consider it like that's and your kids are young they don't know nothing about lollipops they don't know nothing about no smoothie and frosties you better put them on some kale and honey now quiet on this side y'all feeling me over here that's wisdom, provision, wealth. I'm trying to teach live, man. Y'all ain't about to be like, we're going to grow up and we're going to have Eddie V's every night. You're going to have Cheesecake You're gonna No, 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 why? So a good life is eating out every night? That's a good life? Who did that in the Bible? They all grew their own. See, now y'all about to mess with me. They grew their own food and they're stronger than all of us. I ain't doing that vegan thing. I'm not doing all that vegan, vegetarian. I'm not saying that. I don't, that's a whole different theology. <laughs> and it's coming, in, it's coming into this culture by the droves like, <sighs> okay, pass me that burger, ain't. Right? In Jesus' name, I love everybody. I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> How many of us are willing to adjust our appetites from what's the norm for us to what's provided for us. If you go to a banquet or a wedding, you're subject to the menu. So you're going to sit at that table like, I can't wait to go to uh, Golden Corral. What? You're going to tear that food up. <laughs> what's this, tilapia? What is it? Tilapia? I like tilapia now. You're going to have a new favorite. <laughs> With the scallops? Oh, look like a little circle. I like these scallops. Give me some more scallops. you going to... You ain't going to sit at that table and starve. But we starve ourselves in this entitled, spoiled thing. And we declare ourselves homeless and poor and without food. And that's not the case at all. On your way to to this church, you stepped on food. You walk on what can bring you food. Uh, Are y'all hearing what I'm saying, man? I'm not telling y'all to do that. I'm just saying, like, whoa, God has already provided these things for us. But the wilderness challenges, the wilderness, right? The wilderness, the preparation season. Okay, I'm almost done. It challenges attitude. This is what we're going to talk about in prep, prep school. Attitude. Attitude. How the children of Israel come out of Egypt with an attitude. Because the first thing God did was change their, well, it was atmosphere. That's first. I'm sorry. Atmosphere. Surroundings. It's going to challenge your surroundings, your atmosphere. It's going to challenge your attitude. Hi, what is this? See, the first thing God changed, it's going to challenge your appetite. Appetite. God changed their appetite. They ain't had no food like they did in, in Egypt. They had manna. And Water. You're going to eat what falls out the sky or die. I can see them for the first three days like, I ain't about to eat. What is, I don't know what that is. No, i wait. I ain't about to eat that. <laughs> no, you think I am? You're going to break. Uh-uh. mm uh. I, I don't want none. I don't want none. I don't even want none. What, what, what it tastes like? It tastes like nothing, like, like nothing, nothing, or like what? <laughs> you're going ch- to change your appetite to survive. Are you hearing me? So you, that change is part of the process of possession change is part of the process of possessing if i'm possessing something new if i'm possessing something bigger if i'm preparing for it change is part of that process okay anytime god gives a word about better for your life get ready for those areas to be challenged so when god says i'm about to do this in your life if god speaks and is better than where you are now that means that those areas are going to where you are now is going to be challenged because if you knew that there was a better for you, that you can reach on your own, you would have did it. Who's going to see better for them like, nah, I'm good on that. No, you think this is all you can do right here. Where you are, this is all you can do. But God says, I'm about to do. Whoa, that means all, the all you can do realm is about to be challenged. You thought it was all you can do. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You thought it's, That's all you can do with her. But wait till y'all separate. Okay, And I mean friends. Ain't got to be like girlfriend, boyfriend, marriage and stuff like that. But that's all you can do being exposed to who you're exposed to now. Wait till I strip that. Wait till I change your atmosphere. Wait till I change your appetite. Wait till I change your attitude. That promised land is going to be more than you could ever imagine. Anybody ready for that? See, yeah. (laughs) Preparation. Preparation is almost like. Open the garage. Your father's about to pull up. Open the garage for your dad. He's going to pull up in a minute. You go out there. Okay. me open. You open the garage with no sign of your dad coming. You don't see no cars. You don't hear no cars coming. But your mother told you to prepare the way for him. So when God speaks a word over your life, you lift it. See, because preparation can seem like taking a chance. So let me give you the natural feeling of it. The feeling feels like I'm taking a chance. The spiritual reality is I'm walking by faith. Now, can I be real with y'all? Are y'all going to be real or not? It feels like I'm taking a chance. I'm going, It feels like I'm going to try it. Emotional feelings is let me I'm gonna try it and hope that it's him the spiritual side is I'm walking by faith The spiritual side is strong. I know he gonna do it, but the natural side is I hope he come through Because I done not open this garage. I prepared it I prepared the way of the Lord So now God speaks something over you. What do you see? Prepare always pre that prefix always means before That's the scary part about dealing with God, man. That's the scary part. He didn't say, wait till you see it on the way. And No, do it now. I don't see it. Before you sense it, before you feel it, before you see it, do it. I felt God on those two words just now. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Before you sense it, before you feel it, before you see it, do it. That's called prepare. Prepare the way of the Lord. I know he coming this way. He said it. I know he about to do it in this realm. He said it. I know he about to come in this way. He said it. So when I prepare, I clear the way before I see any signs. And that's challenging because I got to let some people go. You feel me? If I'm going to do that before it happened, oh, you—he he better come through. I did all this and the garage is wide open and no car yet. Are you hearing me? That's, it, it feels like, oh, I'm, I'm just taking a chance. But God is not like man. Hallelujah. And he's not, I said, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a good praise spot right there. Ooh, you can put that wherever you need it. God is not like man. He's not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. <laughs> so preparation can look like taking a chance. Preparing a space we believe he'll occupy. Clearing out space, we believe God will fill. This is scary. And I'm right here right now. I can't wait to make my announcement of the things I'm clearing out. It's scary. It's it's scary to go from, you know, something solid and sure to something faith, which faith is solid and sure as well, but in another realm. It's hard to go from naturally secure to spiritually dependent. That's the challenge of most people, period. Yeah. That's the challenge of most people, period. I, I don't want to let go of what secures me to trust that you got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But that's a, called a faith space. Last, next scripture. So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came <sighs> into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army. Now what I love about this is I, I could go back to the Mephibosheth story here that we talked about Sunday, how Mephibosheth was dropped and it wasn't his fault. Remember we talked about that last Wednesday and Sunday, right? Mephibosheth was dropped at five and it wasn't his fault. Here it says they stood and it was a great army. Another verse in this same chapter says, uh, uh, look upon all these dry bones that were slain. So I, I didn't just stop and just dry up and die. I got, ki- I was slain. I was hurt in this spot. You could be so wounded that you can't move. And then you can't move and die in that place. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And now it's, it's very dry. It's not even your fault. You were slain. Some of you all have been hurt and you stayed in that hurt realm. And now you're dried up and you're very dry. You're wondering what's going to happen with the rest of your life. Your pain does not define you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your pain place does not define you at all. Even if you were slain, you're going to rise again. And they stood up, and they were a great army. I'm here to declare I see a great army in here. I don't see hurt and going through sick. No, I see a great, hallelujah, I see a great army. I feel Tasha Cobb's anointing in here. There's
0: an army rising up to break every chain. Are you in the army of the Lord? Can I hear the soldiers in the army of the Lord? Make some noise up in here. Let me hear an army in here. Let me hear. You. You're a
1: soldier. You're strong. You're strong. That's a strong posture. They were slain and they were very dry, but they're actually strong soldiers that been hurt. And most people in army in war, you get hurt when you're not covered properly. Y'all saw three hundred. Did y'all see 300? 300? I'm like, 100? Did y'all see 300, the movie? Okay. So the little gory guy, Eeyore, whatever his name was, the hunchback of Notre Dame come in there talking about, let me serve you. Like, you can't (laughs) serve. He said, lift up your shield. (laughs) Don't come on Wednesdays. We have fun. (laughs) What are you doing? that part is, his sword hand worked good. He could stab somebody. He could chop their little ankles off since he down that low. (laughs) So his attack worked, but his protection didn't. And the king said because you can't protect them, you can't fight with us. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So now somebody got hurt in battle. Somebody got hurt on the field because they wasn't covered right. Y'all are y'all hearing me? If I'm fighting this way, you supposed okay. You supposed to have my back. Ask your neighbor, are you, y'all not hearing me. Are you covering me or no? I gotta go. I'm almost done. Like, are you covering me? Put on the whole oh my Lord, 915. All right, I'm I'm serious. I'm going. Put on the whole armor of God, right? Helmet of salvation. Feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Lord is girded about with truth. Breastplate of righteousness. Sword of the spirit. Shield of faith. Nothing for the back. Nothing covers the back. Why doesn't anything cover the soldier's back? Two reasons. You ain't supposed to run from your problems. Okay. Y'all ain't ready for me tonight. I gotta go. <laughs> Why are you running from every problem? Why are you running from every issue? God don't want no punk soldiers. If you... Okay, y'all don't like that word? You run from every... You don't like confrontation. You don't like telling anybody, well, I didn't really enjoy that. You got to learn how to confront. Come on. You're not supposed to run from your issues. There ain't no punks in here. We don't run. We don't run from nothing. Doctor said what? Okay, we know how to fight that. She said, what? Okay, we know how to fight that. They said, what? Oh, we got that. We know how to fight that. We don't run. What Goliath say? What Goliath say? What Goliath say? We ain't running from what Goliath say. You come to me with a sword and a spirit and a shield, whatever. But I come to you in the name of the Lord. That's what David said. Number one, you're not supposed to run from your problem. Number two, your home is supposed to cover you. Tell your neighbor, I got your back. Why do we live in an age of exposure? Nobody covers; everybody exposes, and everybody want to be the first one to expose too. Repost, 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 repost. <laughs> That's a new praise dance. Everybody quick to expose somebody, yo. Yo, you see that picture? Repost, have repost, repost, yo. That whole. Come oh. on, come on. I'm on. We streaming. I can't say it. So you understand what I'm saying? We live in an age of exposure when God ordained us to cover each other. No one is supposed to be slain. No one. No one is supposed to die. Nah. That's your homie. That's your girl. That's your friend. That's your aunt. That's your cousin. Cover them. Don't let them die. Don't let them get wounded. You know that guy ain't no good for her. Give her back. Yo, nah. All right. Too many soldiers are dying. Because there are not enough coverers out there. It's not enough. Not enough. So God says, I know you've been slain. I know you've been hurt, but get ready to live again. Get ready to live again. That's what I'm saying. You get ready to live. Get ready. Your dreams, your visions, your man, get ready. I'm t- I can't wait. I can't wait. I feel like I feel like Noah or thank you for that. Thank you. What is your name? Rakiah, get ready to live your dreams. Get ready to live your... Y'all clap harder for her than when I announced it to you. What's up with y'all? It's easy to believe God for somebody else, right? Because when you look at yourself, well I, well, I... Man, cancel your own disqualifications because God already has. Now I'm going to say that again. Now I'm
0: ready to talk. Cancel what you think disqualifies you because God already canceled it. It don't matter to him what you did. He says get ready to be blessed. Prepare the way. Get ready to go higher. Get ready to be healed. I don't care what you did. man.
1: The, um, I, I hate the devil, yo. Like I want to punch him in his mouth right now. Like right now. Because one of his greatest things, like we mess up on our own, right? Let's say we slip. Oh. But then shame and guilt keeps us anchored. Shame and guilt is like a leash. we like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. But we're choked on what shame. You ain't even doing it no more. You ain't even doing it. To, you did it last week. But shame keeps you chained as if you're doing it now. That's one of his greatest vices, but God is greater than that. His grace is stronger than your
0: shame. God is about to bust through your shame and bless you anyway. He's about to break through your embarrassment and bless you. Good out, uh, man. Stop disqualifying yourself. The reason why we don't change when we hear a word is because we think it cannot happen for us. Period. Who will get engaged? i give
1: you a ring. Who will be like, he really ain't going to do it though. Wow. So you don't change nothing. Nobody will do that. A silly, stupid girl will change after getting engaged too. Like he don't propose to eight people. You know it, but you'll still change. You, you understand what I'm saying?
0: But God is telling you, I want to do something near you in your life. And you're like, that can't happen for me. Why not? If it can't happen for you, the cross was fake. If it can't happen for you, Jesus dying was not real. Don't call yourself a Christian if you don't believe it can happen for you. Because you really don't believe in the blood if you don't believe you can be blessed. You really got your voice. Well, if you don't believe you can be healed, don't call yourself a Christian because you don't believe the stripes he took. If you don't believe you can be blessed, don't call yourself a believer. You can't just believe he died.
1: Hitler died. Did Reagan die? Reagan died. Kennedy died. There's no power in just believing somebody died. Unless you believe in why they died. Are you hearing me? Stop calling yourself a Christian if you don't believe you can be blessed because of your mess. Why are we here, y'all? Why are we all here and none of us really believe that our lives could get better? Don't waste my time. Let me know before we move next door. Let me know right now if we believe or not. Live. Y'all got to let me know because if you don't, we'll change this whole thing and just make it a show and have fun. But I'm not doing this every week. And you really don't believe but my, but my, but my. Who... You know what God said? I know it's corny, but y'all don't have to take it. He said, so, for God so loved the world. In other words, I love that.
0: Whatever you say, but I did this, so, but I said this, so, but I'm planning to do this, so. All
1: that guilt and shame. Can you go to the next scripture? I'm about to prophesy over y'all and we going home. Sing, oh childless woman. You who have never given birth, break out into a joyful song. That don't make sense. That don't make sense. But I'm telling you to rejoice as if you had children. The the Bible says, how can we sing in a strange land? In other words, you don't sing unless you're happy. How can I sing and all my bills ain't
0: paid? You need to start singing without your bills being paid. Because they about to be how can I sing and I'm not healed yet you need to sing while you're sick cause you're about to be how can I sing and my family's not restored you need to sing now cause your family's about to be how can I sing and I don't do it how you gonna look when he bless you how you gonna act when he tell your neighbor sing now phony people sing after
1: Non-believers sing after. Believers
0: sing before. Because I know we're going to do it. Tell, I feel old school now. Tell your neighbor. Say, I know. I know we're going to bring me out. I know. I know we're going to make a way. Oh, God. That's old school to me. There's not a doubt in my mind that he's gonna make a way. That's why I dance right now. That's why I sing right now. I don't wait till the battle is over. I shall fight. Be so lit that nobody even know what you're going through. Your neighbor can't even imagine that you don't have what you have. Your neighbor can't even imagine your condition. Because my praise don't reflect my condition. My praise reflects my God. And I will bless the Lord. Double shot at all times. And it's praise continually be in my mouth on a good day I'll praise him on a not so good day I'll give him the glory because I know that he's able to do exceedingly <laughs> yeah! look at your name and say sing now sing right now sing now out now, dance now, scream now. Ah! Scream now. Ah! Do it now. Do it before he makes the way. Do it before he heals you. Do it before he provides. Do it! 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 Do it. Ah! do it! right now! I don't know how he gonna do it. I don't know when he gonna do it. But all I know is that all things work together. Live! I need y'all to make some noise. Night- Divine, turn around! He's about to turn it. He's about to turn it. Same childless woman, for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband. The woman who could not have kids, God turned it around. Now she got more kids than the women who live with their husbands. God says, enlarge your house. Make more room. Make more space. Build an addition onto your house. Spread out your home. Spare no expense. Tell your neighbor, say, make some room. Because God's about to fill... Good God, Y'all not feeling me. He said, cast your nets into the deep for a great catch. Peter put his water out, put his nets out, and the Bible says... That All the fishes was bringing his boat
1: down. He had to call his friends to come get it Both boats were sinking.
0: Here's the word and the nets begin to break My question is why aren't your nets strong enough? Did you not expect that big of a blessing? The net you throw out reveals to me what you're expecting to catch If you're expecting a big blessing Y'all could never mind You got a big praise tonight If you're expecting a huge breakthrough You got a huge praise right now Let me see what you expect Show me what you expect I'm expecting a big thing I'm expecting a huge thing I'm expecting God to blow my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. High five your neighbor and tell them big things. Big things. Big things. High five your neighbor and say big things. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Why? Why should I do that? Next. For you
0: will soon be bursting You about to burst at the seams. What you have can't even hold what God's about to give you.
1: Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Enlarge your th- houses. Build an addition. Why? Because you about to burst at the seams. Not your house.
0: Not your business, even though it includes that. Not your family. You about to burst at the good God Almighty in here. Everything you touch is about to be blessed. And look at your neighbor and say, Hello, Midas. You got the Midas touch. Everything you touch is about to be golden. You about to live your life like it's golden. You about to burst at the sea. You about to be a blessing. You, 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 you. Look at your neighbor. Let's say you, 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 you. Not your business. Not your career. You. you. We're used to things.
1: We're used to things being blessed. God said, I'm not blessing things this time. I'm blessing you.
0: And everything connected to you, good. I feel will be blessed. Not the things, because then you always want to be connected to the things. I'm gonna bless. I'm gonna bless you. And everything connected to you is about to come alive. Everything connected to you is about to be blessed. Cause you're awoken blessings. Tell your neighbor. 커피, a walking blessing. Tell them I'm a walking blessing. Everywhere I go, everything around me is blessed. You've got to be blessed because you're saved by me. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Fear not. Fear nah, descendants will occupy other nations, yours you're taking over other people's territory never hate on what other people have because soon you might own it (laughs) cities you didn't build, you're gonna live in it Grounds you didn't till, you'll reap from it. Don't hate on people. You might own what they're preparing.
0: The
1: wealth of the wicked. Stored up for the just, for the righteous. Don't hate on nobody. Let them build it to oblivion. By the way, I like blue. Because you're building my house, y'all quiet. You're, You're building my mansion. Okay, never mind. For those of you who don't think I'm talking to you fear not next scripture says you will no longer live in shame don't be afraid there's no more disgrace for you do y'all see that there's no more disgrace it doesn't exist you won't you will no longer remember the shame of your youth and the sorrows of widowhood. You'll no longer remember it. And while we're talking about shame, that punk, I I hate the devil and everything connected to him. Shame is a pump. You're going to try to be strong after I did it. Like, I made a bad decision. I did it. And you're going to come on like you all strong. Like, yeah, look at you. You're a pump. Shame is a pump. You're a pump. Get on my nerves. While we're talking about it, it says, for your shame. The next one, next verse. That ball shot. Yee. Y'all not excited yet? For. <laughs> what you say, Teresa? <laughs> double. For your shame, you shall
0: have... Get your deuces, buddy. Everything that embarrasses you, God is going to repay you double. I'm not trying to hype you up. I'm showing you your Bible. If you believe this, let me hear a praise in here, please.
1: For your shame, ye shall have double. And for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double. They shall possess the double. The. This is not a random double, it's a prepared. (laughs) Y'all. The double. Everlasting joy. What's the double? What is the double? This blessing, this double. Everybody has a the double. How? What is it based off of? Your shame. Everybody's blessing this time is based off of your pain. The double that's coming is stacking against the shame. So if you was embarrassed this much, you're going to be blessed this much. If everybody knew your stuff, everybody about to know how blessed you are. <laughs> Quiet over here. Let me talk to y'all. Yes. Let them see you hung on the cross. Let them see you being spit on. Let them see you them pluck your beard. Don't hide everything you go through because for your shame, not pain, yeah. Yeah. not pain. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. I know I just said pain. No, this blessing is based on the embarrassment. Yeah. Oh Baby out of wedlock.
0: Ooh.
1: For that? Double. Everybody know I just got divorced. Ooh. Yeah. Double. Yeah.
0: double. Everybody, in?
1: double. God said, I'm not going to let you go out like that. Got you. There's a specific double. That's so crazy. The double. Tell your neighbor, get ready for the double. <laughs> it's not random. It's not random. It's not somebody else's. It's yours. It's your double. You earn that double with that shame. Oh, you earn that double. Are y'all hearing me? You earn that. Get prepared, get ready, do your part. God is already ready to do His. What do you need to get in order tonight? What what do you need to tighten up on? What do you need to sharpen? Do your part. God already has His prepared. It's already ready already. If I knew that there were gifts waiting for me, I wouldn't want to prolong receiving it. Prep school time, y'all. We're gonna challenge attitude, atmosphere, appetite. We're gonna challenge that these next Sundays, attitude, atmosphere, appetite. Well, that's my plan. I don't know. God,
0: God always change. I hate
1: announcing what we're about to do. God sometimes always changes it up. But that's what we're gonna to do to prepare for what God has for us. It's so. What God has is so huge, you got to grow into it. I mean, let's take it figuratively. We're going next door, and we're going to have to grow into that thing. Are y'all ready for that kind of blessing tonight? Amen. Let me let y'all go home. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. <laughs> we're not going to wait to sing. We're going to sing now. We're not going to wait to dance. We're going to dance now. We're not going to wait till we're happy. We're going to dance with tears in our eyes. We're not going to wait till we understand everything. We're going to shout while we're confused. Because we know you love us. We know you have great things prepared for us. We just have to get prepared. So, Father, show us where we need adjustments at. And we'll obey in the name of Jesus. We thank you. For your grace. Why are you so good to us? Why are you going to do this for us? I want you all to know that where you are is more God's frustration than yours. I dare say the reason why you're frustrated with where you are is because God put it in you. Because he's frustrated with where you are. God sees so much and has so much more for you that he'll make you agitated with where you are. I feel that in my spirit, man. That's God's frustration. You think you I'm sick of that saying, I'm so sick of it. No, that's God. God, can you imagine preparing something for somebody and they never show up? God is saying, Come here. So much more for you. In the name of Jesus, we prepare and we receive it. We receive all your goodness. We don't disqualify ourselves. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Shame is a punk. In Jesus' name, we receive it. In your name we pray. We thank you, Father. Everybody say, all is well. Clap your hands and say, it is so.
0: Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.